In a previous video, I've talked about how a lot of the support functions um, typically get reintegrated into the teams, right? So a lot of the HR work and the purchasing and the maintenance and you know what have you that were done in these central functions are now done by the teams themselves again, right? That gives them tremendous ownership and speed and um, you know it's, it's just the right thing to do. Um, but it also brings up this question, which is, but then won't we lose synergies and economies of scale, right? Um, if all of the teams just start doing their own thing, right, and there's no central coordination, won't we duplicate things? Um, you know, won't, won't things be more expensive, um, right? And I think it's important to recognize that this notion of economies of scale um, you know, is, is very deeply anchored in us, right? Um, I mean, it's, it's deeply anchored into the way uh, all sort of traditional pyramidal organizations run, right? Um, and that's because economies of scale are so easy to calculate in abstraction, right? Oh, so we're doing HR here in all these teams. If we did it centrally, that would be 20% cheaper and maybe the quality would go up, right? And so we do this all the time. Um, Except that the reality shows that um, almost never do we get all of these savings or any savings at all and these quality increases. Very often the exact opposite happens, right? Is that you know, things for some reason mushroom and become more expensive, certainly become slower and less responsive and the quality goes down, right? And teams really uh, rightly complain and saying like, you know, this is horrible, the kind of service that we receive from this central function, right? I, just recently, I, I heard from an example, um, I was talking to uh, people in, in a hospital, and they were telling me how, for you know, political reasons and you know, to, to try and reduce costs, a number of hospitals were getting together in, within a network, and they were centralizing the HR functions from these different hospitals. And I was saying, like, no, like I was saying, like, I, I can almost predict that the result will be a mess, you know, that the, that the costs will, uh, will go up and that the quality will be terrible. Um, and, and recently, you know, a year later, I talked with somebody and he said, you know what your prediction? I had completely forgotten about this. He said, yeah, the prediction absolutely came true, right? Um, the, the service that we receive is becoming absolutely a mess and we are spending as management a huge amount of time to try to make up from, for the, you know, the almost non-existent HR services that we receive. So really, we overestimate the economies of scale, and we completely fail to see the diseconomies of motivation. Um, and so how do self-managing organizations go about that? Um, well, the, the principle is that you let people seek synergies and economies of scale spontaneously. You let teams do that spontaneously, right? And you know, if teams are set up in the right way, you know, if teams are directly exposed to the outcome of their work, if you know, they have to manage their own budgets, you know, if they are directly exposed to their clients, um, they will want to seek these opportunities, right? And there's lots of examples of that, right? In, in the book I write about um, how at Morningstar, you know, so this is you know, this uh, organization that produces ketchup and diced tomatoes, um, you know, the different units in the factories um, sort of spontaneously came together over time, right? And said, hey, you know, we're 
ordering a lot of lubricants and you know you're ordering lubricants why don't we buy them together it will be cheaper right but rather than having a central purchasing organization it was simply people volunteering right okay i'm i'm willing you know to to do lubricants and you know uh, every three months i will walk around and you know talk to the other departments and then we'll just make one common order right um, so you see that happening in a lot of uh, organizations um, Sometimes these things even happen across organizations, right? I remember talking with this um, uh, group of uh, fashion firms and fashion retailers. Um, these were 14 different organizations, all sort of belonging to the same um, family owner. And they were starting to organize these clusters um, where you know, one cluster would look at you know, how to do e-commerce for all of these firms, just to give you one example, right? Um, and, and that makes a lot of sense, right? Um, now, I would always leave it in the hands of the individual teams or these individual organizations to be in the lead of that. You don't want to hire somebody um, for them to do it for them because then suddenly like that central person feels like they have power and can impose something. It should really come from these organizations, right? Um, so leave it up to them to decide whether they can do it, like, hey, I will just do the purchasing for all of us, or whether maybe that's too much to ask and they will hire somebody in a role to do it for everybody. Um, and that role will exist only as long as you know, these synergies actually materialize. Right? Um, I remember this beautiful example from Favi um, where they, uh, you know, all of these teams do their manufacturing and they felt that they had to, a lot to learn from one another sort of exchange of best practices um, but they felt that it wasn't easy for them to do it and so there was an, an engineer that was doing that on behalf of the team so he would just convene people and see something cool that they're doing over there or maybe you know this would be interesting for that team but that role only exists as long as people feel that you know this engineer is adding value um, otherwise the role disappears right so what we're really trying to do here is to get the best of both worlds right um, let's get the synergies but without the diseconomies of motivation and the best way to do that is to let the team spontaneously um, look for these synergies and then organize them and if needed hire somebody into the role and the best way to do that is that the teams as i said in a previous video are directly exposed to the outcomes of their work, right? Directly um, feel responsible for their cost and their quality. And in that case, you know, if there's a way to get a better quality or to reduce the cost, um, if they will go for it, they will seek it because they, they really want it. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.